Your next career move could be your best. Verizon Retail is where people learn, grow, and succeed. We offer the potential to earn up to $50,000 annually and amazing benefits that start on day one. Get perks including half off your wireless phone plan, up to $8,000 per year in tuition assistance, and a 401k match to help you reach your goals. Pursue your ambitions today. Learn more and apply at verizon.com forward slash retail careers. Yo, yo, I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes, and I just want to let y'all know, I'm your push the world is about to feel something that they never felt before, come on. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip. It's off the hard. I'm the neighborhood. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in Shy City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Tuesday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey with Jay. Yes, sir. Sam's been the one and twos. Your number is 736-9760. We are broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this first segment of the day is going to be presented by the Fighting Rooster Sports Bar located uh, right off of Broadway. All right. Keep in mind they have daily specials, happy hours every day, Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. They cover all the UFC fights. You can go check them out there. Boxing, main boxing events as well, too. That is the Fighting Rooster Sports Bar official sponsor of the sports crime. 736-976. If you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Uh, anything that was discussed on yesterday's show or today that you want to weigh in and give your opinion on, we just ask you to be patient during the breaks and the segments, and we'll try to get to the phone calls accordingly. What's up, man? I'm in the building, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's up, Sam? Not much, fellas. How we doing? All right, man. It's Tuesday. So uh, let's see what we got to get to today. Um, we roll on in March Madness. Okay, um, we got the uh, first half of the Elite Eight down yesterday in the men. Uh, we've got the other half uh, today to to decide. We'll definitely look at those matchups. Um, something's really got to give in the Gonzaga and USC matchup. What do you mean something's um, got to give? Because you're looking at pretty much one of the best defensive teams in the country with rim protectors, uh, with some lottery picks on the team. And you've got an offensive juggernaut in depth in Gonzaga, who scores a lot of points. So um, I think this is Gonzaga's toughest test they've seen through the tournament, uh, maybe all season as well. Uh, but uh, we'll see. You've got that. you got Michigan taking on the red-hot UCLA Bruins. We'll talk about that. Um, also, we had uh, action in the women's last night here in our backyard. Thrilling game between UConn and Baylor. A lot of controversy uh, surrounding that game. A lot of people's outcry. Was able to the way the games were scheduled. I was able You're to pay lie. attention. to that See, you could have took your lady I to the game. It. Well, no, because I have a TV with a rope and go back and forth. <laughs> plus, I just we went to the Final Four as well when it was man. And plus, you know, COVID protocol still kind of true itchy about that. But um, yeah, people. I mean, people are definitely giving their opinions on the no call. Uh, but I'll say this. I think the narrative is, is kind of being missed uh, a little bit because if you paid attention to the game, um, they let them play the whole game. It was a physical game. Um, I think so you're saying a, that's like the, that, I that mean, no call. I mean, make no mistake. That, that could have been that a whistleblower. Yeah, it was a foul. And a fall. 
But I think, first of all, you give up a 14-0 run in the second half. 19. Or 19-0 run. Um, I think the young lady who got fouled, I mean, uh, you've got the Carrington. Big 12. Carrington. Yeah, Big 12 player of the year standing over there in the corner and basically popped up at the top of the key. At the at the last her few possessions in the second half, she just was trying to do a little too much. She had a good game. She started off high. No, she was open. But 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 uh, you know you have Alyssa sitting over there. Hey, you you got to get the ball in her hands. But I think the nineteen. Oh yeah, I knew it was but fourteen or I nineteen. I think when Didi like when Didi the defensive player of the year when she pulled the hammy, that's when UConn got rolling. And Paige like it, got going. Yeah, Paige got going right when Didi got hurt. Paige got rolling, and that was to me. Don't get me. Don't get it wrong. Like that was a foul. Every day and twice on Monday night. That's a foul, clearly. But like you said, one, are you going to call that? Like Gino said, if they do call it, I'm in here saying, hey, you can't call that. But one, are you going to call that? Number two, you're up 10, up 9, 10. I mean, that's where, to me, where the game was won and lost. You know, when Didi goes out, they go on that long run, and then now it comes down to now you've put yourself in a situation where – you let the refs be involved. I'm not going to – don't get – like, it was a foul. You Baylor lovers, it was a foul. I'm not saying that, but y'all know how I am about blaming refs for uh, the wins call, and losses. But, but I don't hear enough people – everybody's looking at the highlight and the clips. I don't hear enough people saying that they let them play. Like You're that, the first there was, person there, I heard There was a, quite a few calls where, you know, young ladies were getting up, looking at the ref that basically were falling down under the backboard. They were letting them play. And Coach Baylor Mulkey, you know, what you're talking about to the point guard got hurt, you know, because I read lips. I read them good. I mean, after the first four or six oh run on page, she looked back to the trainer like uh, looking at like, that's your man. (laughs) Uh, meaning like hurry up with the rap, but this yeah. is a girl that couldn't even walk uh, a couple no, years she, ago. They, she, yeah, you know, I After mean, the spinal injury, I mean, we right. haven't really talked about that, but I I haven't followed her story there closely. But I don't follow women's college back that closely till we get this year. But even I knew the story of her. So um, you know, there there's one of those situations. That don't where, put hey, yourself in the situation where the refs can affect the outcome. They they should have yeah, put nineteen zero in in March in college basketball. I don't care if you're talking women's or men. You give them a nineteen zero run in the second half of a ball game, nine times out of ten or ten out of ten, you ain't winning that game at any point. I don't care if you had a lead and you give them a 19-0 run, or I don't care if you from behind and the other team gives up a 19 you, you're going to take an L on that. So, that's the situation. Uh, the freshman, uh, you what'd know, you had ice water. I mean, I know you watched it this year, but what did you think about it last night? Who, Paige? Yeah. Yeah, I think, you Becker. know, you could see it, what, what uh, Tarasi was uh, saying. And Tarasi's like, I'm not a big fan of Tarasi, but Tarasi shoots it straight. I don't think it's just UConn love. I mean, because I've never heard her come out and say that about any upcoming freshman. They got them coming through the dozens Good for point. UConn. So, evidently, you could see she was nervous a little bit at the beginning. Um, but I think they did a good job. It was obviously they weren't going to let her beat. I think they did do a good job guarding her. Um, and even when Baylor, because it was the haymakers, I mean, Baylor had their 10-0 run. You know, I mean, UConn, they started down. I mean, Baylor started down the game like 15-5, 12-4, whatever it was. And then they go on a 10-0 run. UConn answers the back, good and point. they come back, and then UConn has that 19-0, and that's a wrap. But they were letting them bang the whole 
damn game. That was you know, a physical game. the first person game. I heard said, I mean, we're all talking about the call, but I haven't heard anybody say. It was say. physical, man, because there was a lot of calls on both ways that could have went either way, and Baylor probably did get the short end of the stick on just the calls in general because I think there was one on Alyssa Thompson down the court. Like, I figure like uh, – Smith, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm figuring like she's the Big 12 player of the year. You got to give her that call. There were some calls that she didn't get that you would think that her status, she didn't get. That happened in the first, second quarter of the game, and you could tell after going 11 from 11 on Saturday – I mean, she was I, I, she was due to have her first few shots in the first half right. be off and not going. But heck of a game, though. I mean, heck of a game. UConn keeps their streak alive for the uh, straight Final Fours. 13. Baylor, uh, Baylor falls short to defend their title. Uh, we'll get to the men's. We've got other things. We've got pro days going on in football, the big one today. Um, there are actually one? two. I mean, the Matt Jones, I believe, is having his today, again, his second one. And, um, you know, Justin, Ohio State. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Okay, Justin's this is the thing. Well, Justin ran a four four forty. What? And that's a that's the fastest since time. Vic, right? Um, no, since RG three, Robert Griffin, uh. another Baylor Bear. Um, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I I, I think I, I stand by what I say. All these quarterbacks are risky business to move up. Really, the mortgage second and third rounds to get. That's my opinion. But what I will say is that I believe there are, if you look at who's at his pro day, um, you speaking know, of the Mac 40, or speaking of Justin, 40, speaking of Justin, okay. I, I do feel there's some teams out there that are sandbagging for him. And I think the four, four, 40 time is only going to make it more interesting over the three weeks. I think the 49ers, me personally, I think that that's who they're moving up. To get, I, I don't think it's Zach from BYU. Um, I don't think it's Jones, and of course, you know, Urban Meyer let us know this yesterday. They lean in pretty much. It's Trevor yeah, Lawrence. Yeah, he says yeah, pretty much said Trevor. So I think the 49ers are really. It's either him or the kid out of North Dakota State. The Trey, uh, uh, what's his name, Lance? It's either him. Those are the kids. But Justin, and it's one of those situations. If you're the Denver Broncos sitting at nine. I don't think Justin is getting past 49ers and Carolina. I, I, I don't think he's getting past. I do see a little bit what you're saying in regards to he's kind of getting disrespected. Uh, but I don't really see him getting past. I mean, it's obviously the Carolina Panthers are not. You know, it's they, they're cutting away or they want to cut away from Teddy Bridgewater. And it is a red flag knowing that they gave Teddy all that money and that extension and Matt Rule wanted them and they're so quick to move off of them after getting that money. But – He's not getting past Carolina. So it's his pro day. From what I'm hearing from the ex- experts, uh, Matt Jones is the guy that's probably more polished than all of them above the shoulders in regards to processing information and certain offenses. Maybe that translates into the most ready-to-play-now quarterback. Now, of course, Trevor Lawrence, he gets one. He's he, he's hitting the field, you know. Don't care how long he plays blackjack through the night. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's hitting the field. He's stupid. You know, but Justin Fields, so you man, think I told some you, sandbagging going on. I, I think the 49ers are moving up to get him. I mean, I, Trevor's gone off the board. I think the Jets will be taking the BYU kid. Um, and I and I don't. There, Justin's. You got to look at it. He would have to get the not get picked in the first round or to be the. He would have to slip past Atlanta. Well, first of all, he had to slip past the 49ers since they're at the third in spot. Atlanta. Atlanta Carolina. Carolina and then Denver. 
It, there, I don't see Justin, regardless where the mocks have, I don't see him not being somewhere out of the top 10, especially posting a 4-4-40 today in these days and times. Might not be ready to go day one and year, but that's where you got guys like 49ers telling you that, oh, no, Jimmy's good. He didn't take it well, but we're looking at him to bring the quarterback just for one year. I'm going to leave you. I don't see Jimmy swallowing that, man. Whoa. You know? Whoa. Yeah, pause. Whoa. I don't see that, man. He's going he's gonna want out, man. Uh, and I'll tell you, he's got a no-trade clause. He'll waive it to go back to Foxborough with Josh McDaniels. Remember, you heard it here first. Because uh, I don't see him, especially if it's Justin Fields or they if it's the BYU Cam $14 million. I don't mean that's backup money. That's backup quarterback money. What are you going yeah, to I mean, right yeah, yeah, right. ain't nothing. You're right. You're right. They'll be there duking it out. Ty Rod just got 12. Yeah, so, that, yeah. That, yeah, you can. I mean, we've long way from dibbing and dabbing. Okay. Wait, this ain't the dad. No, camp. I ain't saying Cam yeah. guaranteed no, the job. No, I'm just saying, yeah, because he'll have to compete. I think if you, if you, to me, Cam Newton is not the long term answer for the Patriots. I just think it's, you know, Bill was right. They didn't have the team built around him. Make no mistake about it. To run the type of offense and to where they want to go for the future, they're still on the search for their quarterback of the future. And if you get Jimmy, Jimmy's younger than Cam. Jimmy's been cut on, too. I mean, he is, he, he, they've gone under the hood on Jimmy. But he he flourished. We haven't seen Jimmy Garoppolo like Jimmy Garoppolo since Foxborough. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But, yeah, you got some interesting pro days uh, that went on uh, today uh, in regards to uh, Justin Fields posting that number. NBA, the Spurs, told you I didn't figure they'd beat Sacramento. You did. They lost. You know, they continue to lose. Rudy says there's a bad basketball team. Right now. Um. You know, we never talked about the Spurs. I mean, we've talked about it every other team, mean? and we talked about it. I brought it up with Baylor. It's like, you know, this team did stop at COVID for two or three weeks. I mean, the way I looked at Baylor, the way they've gone, and we'll get more into it, but I think this team was playing. That that COVID stop set this team back. Not making excuses for them, but there's some things that's, that doesn't look the same the way they started off the season. Listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam Spin the one and twos. This next segment is going to be presented by First Serve Tennis. They've been serving the San Antonio area for over 25 years. They have all the name brand and rackets and apparel, and they offer same-day racket repair and professional racket restringing. That is First Serve Tennis, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um... Yeah, so, you know, back to real quick, uh, circling back to the Jimmy thing, and and you had told me in the docket that you have ex-teammates saying that they didn't trust him. Well, they were not trust him as far as, like, play. He, he, this former tight end, he was on the Wii, and he said there was a lot of rumblings in the building whether we could trust this guy to be on the field. And this started way – Meaning from the injury standpoint. Right, right. And this, and, I mean, and keep in mind, I, he didn't miss a lot of time in New England. I remember when Tom well, was serving did. the deflate gate suspension. He, he got started hurt on the second game. He, he got, got hurt, hurt on yeah. that third game or something. So Jacoby had to come in. It, uh, but this is the thing, though. That doesn't make the situation better. 
it doesn't help the situation because now Jimmy's going to feel like, you know, when you go in a locker room, you feel like, wow, guys are questioning me and they know I've given everything and he's he's feeling a certain way. I think the 40 uh, – Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are only talking like that because they know there's going to be a market for Jimmy Garoppolo, either whether it's my prediction and going back to New England or whether it's the Broncos, the Carolina Panthers, the New York Jets, uh, whoever it might be, there's going to be a market – for Jimmy Garoppolo. So it's no need to say, hey, yeah, we're going. To, I mean, they admitted they're taking a quarterback. That's what I told you on Friday. Like, you're not moving up that far to take anything but a quarterback. So they couldn't lie about that. But I think they're lying about uh, really, you know, in this in this notion that Jimmy's going to be, you know, the, uh, the bridge guy automatically, and that's their plans. I don't think Jimmy's kind of going for that. Because at the end of the day, Jimmy, you're, like, he's looking forward. Like, I feel Jimmy has – stuff that he still wants the left to prove. And and only knowing that you're going to be a rental quarterback for one year, I think the 49ers look at their roster. I think they look at basically how young they still are at certain key positions, the way they've drafted well, and I feel like they're willing to go ahead. And if they've got to throw away a, 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 a season, not throw away, but if they got to see what, based, what happens best for them, why Justin Fields – or Matt Jones or the kid from North Carolina or the BYU kid, if they got to wait one year to say, okay, now you're ready in 2022, I think that's what John Lynch and, and, and Kyle Shanahan are willing to do. Keep in mind, these two guys were the first time got their jobs and they got eight-year deals. That has not happened with first-time GMs and head coaches. So they ain't going nowhere. So they can play that like, hey, man, we, the window, they're a young team. That's why I say, and, and not only that, Jimmy, you move Jimmy out, you recoup some of them picks, and then I forgot the the backup that's behind Jimmy that really stepped in that kind of did a pretty good job for them too as well. Oh, I mean, they they would they would gosh. go with him and wait for if Justin Fields or either the kid from BYU or whoever, if they can't beat him out, if, if, if Justin can't beat them out in this first year, then he'll sit or he'll come in toward the end of the season. But I don't buy this Jimmy Bridge quarterback stuff. I really don't. I don't, man. They made the move. Uh, Jimmy wasn't happy about it, but the rights of the wall when you go up to number three. So that's what I'll say about that. We'll circle back around to the National Football League. But let's get to the NBA and your San Antonio Spurs who followed to Sacramento last night. Um, you know, you say they're not really a good basketball Not right team. now. Not right now. Well, again, I said it during the break, going to the break. I, I just feel one of the things we haven't – I haven't heard anybody – bring up it to their defense. You know, I'm the last person to make excuses for them in that organization. But I will say that the COVID, this team was a different team before. I think, what were they on, like a two-and-a-half-week hiatus? Was it two weeks, Sam? It, it was, was like a, a week. And, it, was it was like, like at least a, no, a week like and a half, week and almost and a half, two yeah. weeks. I mean, anyway, they, they were playing at a certain uh, – they were playing at a certain level uh, that they were playing at, you know, in regards to before they stopped with COVID. And then they stopped – and they just haven't been the same. And, I mean, and like I said, that's I think it's even though we had a decent game last night looking at the numbers, but it goes back with the inconsistency and not going in the lack of confidence I spoke about yesterday with Derek White. They, did mean, they have uh, some momentum? Yeah, I think they had won their first three or four road games because they were on the road trip. They were on the rodeo road trip, and they had won their three or four games. They definitely had some momentum. They did. But good night. I mean, it can throw you off, Rudy, with a young team. The thing this team's missing, they don't, they're going to be, when this cap money frees up, when they when they get the cap money, and I know uh, Barley came in here and correct me yesterday. I spoke wrong. DeJounte, DeJounte Murray did get a new contract. He did get a contract. 
Yeah. So okay. So four years, so, sixty million. So so when something like that. So when the money gets freed up and come whatever, they're going to have to possibly be in the position where they're going to have to overpay for a mid veteran that has some type of grit and dog that can go with these young pieces. Yeah, they don't, that's they're, the one, they're one of the no, it's not Demar. It, it's got to be one of those guys that 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 can really lead a different way. That can, like I said, I told you last week. The history of the Spurs, they've always, I don't care who the coach has been, okay, from John Lucas to Tarkanian to, to, to Bob Hill to Pop. They've always had a dirty guy. They've always had a grunge dude. But I, 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 the only reason why I get that, but the only reason why I'm like that can wait is because when they had the grunge dude, they had they were title contenders. I don't think you need the grunge dude no, right now. No, really, I'm not talking. Well, look, they're the only young team that's that young that doesn't have the right mix of veterans with this much young team. Sacramento, the team they played last night, I mean, he ain't a grunge dude, but look what they got. They got a bunch of young guys that's still going, but they've got Harrison Barnes. They, Harrison Barnes that won a title with Golden State. Yeah. These other young, these other clubs got the right mixture of guys that I'm not talking necessarily about a a goon or something. Like, I'm talking about somebody that has some skins in this league that cares about winning and going to basically hold these young guys accountable. They're all young and they're all filling each other, filling each other's space, not to step on toes. And Demar's not cut from that cloth. So even though he's the elder statesman and he's the best player on the team, skilled player on the team, what he's not cut from that cloth. Pat, you used to call Patty the mascot of the team. Patty's a champion. Patty's in lure, but Patty ain't that guy that's gonna sit there. Patty knows where he's come from. He's one of the elders. The mascot. Men. You made They're, it sound like that was a dis, like I was cutting him like that. Well, I don't know how you take that, man. Especially in twenty twenty one. That sounds derogatory to me. Not derogatory. Anyway, you know this what I'm saying, man. They ain't the got the right mixture. Either that, or we got to start looking at the ex, the the person that's calling the exes knows. And and if it comes that time, have they tuned them out? Is it is is the game pass? Well, I know we don't want to have these conversations in this city. But a buck you know, thirty, it's just like it's like you don't want to have the conversation. When you give up a buck thirty, that's that's I no but, good. But but I understand that. But when it comes down to time, like you said, we asked it with Jerry Sloan. We've asked it about everybody. It's not whether he can't coach no more or pops this. It's to have has the message of twenty some years being. Has it kind of wore thin to where it's kind of tuned out and it's a different generation he deals with. That's what I'm saying. We those are conversations no one wants to have. No, I mean, no one wants to talk about like, hey, is it time to put granddad or grandma in a nursing home? She's been in the back. No one has to have those conversations, but sometimes you got to have them. Yeah. And I'm not putting it all on pop, but what I'm saying is definitely, you know, and I've seen improvement from this group than I did from last year. I do think some of it they were they did have some momentum in regards for the COVID hit, but I just think on these nights, I mean, a, a team like Sacramento that's not that consistent. I know that was their fifth win in a row. But I watch a lot of Sacramento Kings. I mean, they're liable to go off and lose six in a row now. They're they just been they're up what, and down. Five in a row, five or six. But a in team a row. like Sacramento, the Spurs at home, you got to win that game. If you're if you're one of the Agreed. one through eight, and you're going to get that seven or eight spot of six, you got to win that game. Agree. I've I've been saying that there's games on the schedule that are must wins when you're a game or two from being out of the playoffs. Sacramento definitely one of them. So you want to they play them again tomorrow night? So we'll see. And my philosophy about that, and that's the reason why I've kind of worked in with Rudy Gay. I mean, I know Rudy had basically, I think he led the bench in scoring last night. I think he had, he had 10, 410. 10, but like it's that. just like he's a vet, but he's not a vet that's having an impact on these young guys to either stop the bleeding of a losing streak or be able to keep a winning streak kind of going. 
you know, and be able to get in somebody's face behind closed doors, this and that. You know, that's just the way it is. Tony, even Tony, you know, Tony's a Frenchie, and I remember Tony used to get in God's face. Yeah, Tony was a leader for sure. You know, Tam just wouldn't talk to you for a month. <laughs> that's when he let you know that he wasn't upset, that he's upset with your play. Listen to the Sports Crowd. We'll be back. might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Journey Business Solutions, who's looking for highly driven sales executives in the San Antonio area. Uh, just reach out to them, looking for people who have a passion with business to business and have an experience dealing with business as well. Give them a call. Their number is 1-800-727-9407. That's Journey Business Solutions, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Trying to keep y'all in work. Hey, yo, is this Sweetie Sam? It didn't sound. It sounded like her. Yeah, it's old Fergie. Old Fergie. You see you the? You see, did you see uh, the footage of Sweetie and Quavo? I was saving a Sweetie song to come oh. into the last segment because I thought that might be. Did you see a good it? Ender to the show. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, man, if you're on an elevator, always assume there's a camera, even if there isn't. You have to assume there's a camera. Well, I didn't see this, and I really don't know who Sweetie. I mean, of her, like that, my best young. friend. I mean, I'm in, I'm in, See, yeah. young, like I said, you know who there, Quavo there's is. Three you know who Quavo is. Women or male, there's only three young cats that I, I deal the with. The baby, little baby, and who else? And money bag yo. Those money are bag. only three. And, you and know honestly, Quavo? Of course I oh, know Quavo. Okay. I'm talking about that. I'll pay attention to all these because first of all, the female game is oversaturated right now. Everybody sounds like everybody. And the guys no, don't. Look, no, and the man. guys don't. No, because let me tell you look, something. There's a thousand little. Let me, let me tell you something. When little yo yo. Let, let me tell you something. Little booty snatch. When MC Light. Little bad breath. No man. When MC Light and I don't want to get off the rails because oh I want to get in this draft. But when MC Light and these right Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. We had a little kid. We had women rapping about different stuff. Okay. It's not even about the lit. It's just the fact they're all saying the but same Calvin, thing. But Calvin, so are the so are the guys. Don't the the reason. You see, this is why this is why you get called a sexist because all the guys are talking about popping pills, not all, and getting money. Not all. Some of them are telling a story. I don't like those. Yeah, they, <laughs> yes, they. No, no. They, yes, it, they it, are. It's a story and the, how all you the sell. females are talking no, about man. making no, it clap. No, man. It's it's it's. I'm not gonna sit there and say you go through a, a period of guys where he's like, hey, you sound like them. Sign right here. It's horrible right now in the women's game. It is. But they're all getting money because they're showing skin, and they've got like 100 ghost riders writing for them, and everybody getting paid. That's not true. Man, yeah, it is Some true, man. Some of these man. females write like, their nah, own bars. Nah, man, nah, man. Not, I'm not saying they don't write none of them. You know okay? who Sweetie is. Well, be- only because of uh, knowing because of Quavo asked for some car back. That's been big news. They broke up. That's the only reason why I know who she is. I don't. I didn't know that that was her that sung that. But anyway, back to the situation hand. <laughs> 
Um, what? Okay, let me before Ooh. we move on. Let's stick with the Spurs because uh, I got a mess. I got it. I want to see if you if the, if the two one zero buys into this. Um, oh hell! And got what did text. I say? Well, no. In regards oh. to uh, Jonas, he covers the G League and at the Spurs G League, right for Project Spurs. But he said, in two years, all the Spurs kids will be vets and have some mid first round picks with them on the roster. The average age will be like twenty six. Everything is fine. Kids just going to eat their cheese till they don't want to eat anymore. Uh, I think a couple of years of losing uh, is the cost of keeping the big three for their entire uh, career. I think that's a great take. I think that's a great take. I don't think you want to. Yeah, I think that's a great take by Jonas. He's, I'm he's down with that because don't forget about Luca. Don't forget about this. Trey. The, I, he's I think been that's in my ear about that before. I, and, and I never heard anybody think of it and break it down like, but he just said, look, by the time, even if it's Becky taking over, by the time she does it or by the time whatever, the average of these kids will be more of that. They'll be 26 year old, and plus you got more picks by then, and then you get another flux of rookies that's coming in with the Kellen, whatever. Sounds good. But the reality of it is, is the fact of it can this market and this fan base stomach that. Well, the thing That's about the it, deal. Like, you know what? The, the one team I will disagree with you on, and they just paid their dues, took their lumps, and then they kind of got over the hump last year. That's Denver. There's no big time dog veteran over there. Don't tell me Paul Millsap because he ain't no dog. He sits in the corner and shoots threes. They're a bunch of young guys came up together, took their lumps. And got to the Western but Conference at that Finals time, last though, year. But at that time, Paul Mills has been over there for a minute. Can you imagine, like, maybe, you know, I'm saying, like, two, if you take Paul Millsap of three, four years He ain't no better ago, than Rudy Gay. But hold, he ain't no better than DeMar DeRozan. I didn't say he's DeMar, not. but he's better than Rudy Gay. Paul he's not Mills, than Paul DeMar. Millsap of three or four years ago. But can you imagine what if you had a Paul Millsap with this young crew for three or four? For what? I'm not saying they'd be the second or third seed in the West, but I'm saying oh, they would learn how to stop the bleeding. In regards to when you lose these three, like act a certain way. But the one thing that he said in the text that I will agree with is the fact that it is price of keeping all those guys in their in uniform for the whole year, the big three. That is the thing. Who's like the I said, big, who I'm is told he considering you, the big three? What he said is like this three losing seasons is the price of keeping all three of the big three until they to, in the same uniform. No, but that's what I'm saying. Who's he considering? Tim, Oh, 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 Like you're gonna suffer, uh, you're gonna suffer through three losing seasons for the price of seeing all these guys oh, go out and wear okay. silver and black. Okay, my bad. I got you. I see what you're saying. Credit card now bills due, the balloon payments due, which is fine. But I've been telling y'all for years this time was coming, and the question is, can this fan base stomach that? Because I mean, it's one thing, you know, one and done in the playoffs, or you know, you know, whatever. Even for a five-time championship team, it's a whole lot of different than missing the playoffs well, two, three, four years in a thing. row. That's a different thing. Be- Becky and John from accounting that have two, three kids, um, they have a life outside of sports. They don't care about this first. So I get what you're saying. Becky and John from accounting that have two, three kids only care about the Spurs when they're really, really, really good. So you're going to lose – the passerby fans, the guy that buys a jersey when he gets to the game and tucks it in his jeans and puts it over his business shirt, you're going to lose that guy for a couple of years. I'm not talking to that no, guy. No, no, I'm, I'm saying the like, the, like the people like Jonas and the people like Duel and them, they're going to watch anyway. But the people that don't care about the Spurs until they're really good, you're not going to get their money for a couple of years. 
You're not. Like, Jonas and them ain't going nowhere. Well, no, I mean, they cover the team. But I'm talking about from a standpoint of the diehards that are not they in the going media nowhere. business. They ain't going but, nowhere. But, I mean, but you got to understand, they might not be going anywhere, but it's going to get restless. They no, might Those diehards might nowhere. not go into the game. They ain't going nowhere. Rudy, I disagree with only, you on only that. Person that's you going, only, that. only people that's going anywhere are the people that don't watch sports. Do you understand there was nobody really, like, before they got the 99 in the championship, how you just described the different demographic of Spurs fans? That was like that back then. It's always been like that. And it's like that with every sport down here. What I'm telling you is the diehards, I'm not talking about the casual, I'm talking about the diehards that care about this team that's gotten spoiled over the 20 years. They ain't going they're, nowhere. If they don't see a progress to they go, and it comes, I, I don't know about that. Really. That's nowhere. your opinion. I disagree because the t- they, they've been that's like what that. It, that's the definition of a diehard. Diehard ain't going anywhere. I'm not worried about those people. The problem is the casual fan in San Antonio outnumbers diehards by a lot. That's why you. That's why when you were talking about it three years ago, hey, the stands look kind of empty. It's not because the diehards ain't there. It's just in a town like this, love my town, wouldn't want to live anywhere else, casual fan doubles diehard fan. Double, maybe even triple. This is not a sports town. This is not news. This is no, not a, this is, yeah, this is not a sports town, and that's not a knock. Who cares if we're not a sports town? Everybody don't got to be a sports town. But what I'm telling you is the casual fan outnumbers the diehard fan by a lot. And it's not it's not even really close. It's not even really close. Most of our fans are people that do not watch sports, but like, whoa, we're in the West Conference Finals. Get a ticket. We're going. That's that's what you, most okay, of San Antonio. That's right. what that's okay, what majority okay, of San Antonio for your, is. For your take, for the sake of argument, let's say you're right, and you know what the trickle down effect is. Even if you don't eventually get those a product to get those buyback fans in or whatever, then it comes to the fourth that no one's showing support of the team, and then it comes out the fact that Ooh, you run no. risk of losing the team. Ooh, I'm not saying it's that. a trickle down uh, effect. It might with be. That. It might be. But I, but I. But again, I wasn't talking to the people you're talking about. Right, I right. still think it's a diehard section that can be patient with it for a while, but after 20 years of winning, it's going to come time. Like, show us some progress. Show us yeah. some growth of what's going on. Three years, four years missing the playoffs, I don't know about that. And they're on the verge, if they don't get things together, making it two years in a row. 736-976, you listen to the Sports Crime. We'll be back. All right, back on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam Spin, the one and twos. This next segment is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Keep in mind, Tiger Sanitation, if you're looking for a job, they're always hiring. They do a lot of great things for the community. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736-9760. All right, um... Yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see how it we'll see how it rolls. But that that's the thing with them. I mean, I, you know, they start off promising. We'll see if they can still find one of these uh, a spots. But I think next year will be the year where you whether they're the casual buy people or whether the diehard fan. That's when you'll start hearing the noise heat up a little bit. That's what I think. That's in my opinion. Uh, we'll see how we'll see how it plays out. Seven three six nine seven six. Let's go to the phone. Let's go to David. David, you're on the sports grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, David? Hey, guys. Um, I, long time no talk, first of all. Yeah. Um, 
I don't I don't believe the true diehard Spurs fans. Uh, well, those of us that are that are my age, like sixty and above, or where they've been around for a long time, since uh, since the ABA days, are gonna are gonna. I mean, you're gonna get backlash. I mean, that's part of being a fan. Is you know you can you, if you're gonna own a team and, and, and no matter where you are, you know you have to you have to take criticism as as well as taking you know praise and stuff. But I don't think the diehard fan is gonna is gonna get get, get um, go away. I mean, heck, I used to go to games and, and went through what twenty four years before they won a freaking championship in ninety nine, and it's only been what seven years since the last one. And uh, I don't think the diehard fans are going away. Now, the flea market fans, the guys that buy their, buy their T-shirts at the flea market and stuff, yeah, I can see that but because they're not true fans. But guys that go to the games or, or women that go to the games and, and buy their buy their souvenirs there at the arena and stuff like that or order online, they're not going anywhere. They're not. They're, it's, 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 it's all a matter of patience. And I understand, you know, after after, you know, 20 years of success, or 21 years, and we're still, you know, we're still in the playoff. Huh? We're not going anywhere, and you know, you can't expect to win the championship every year because I don't know anybody that's won the championship every year in Boston. That was back in the day when there were only like eight teams in the league or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's my opinion, guys. Hey, and uh, do me a favor and say uh, hello to to Salami for me. I miss baseball talk, guys. It's coming. We we get it started this week. I mean, yeah, I know it's not. I mean, hey, nobody can replace Salami's one of the goats cover baseball, but. I'll keep my ear to it. We yeah. got first pitch coming up. The season starts this week. But thanks for the phone call, uh, David. Um, but I, that's fine. I'm not saying they're going all away, but I'll just tell you, we're in a different time than it is now. We don't have patience for anything in society in general. Like you always say, we live in a microwave society. Um, people can't be patient from iPhone 20 to iPhone 21. Facts. I just think it's one of those that it, the tr- the sad thing about it is because the diehard will still be there and emotionally invested to it. But the thing is, are they the ones that are going to spend their dollar to go to the arena? Or is That's it just basically the casual fan is right, what you got to worry right. about? But That's what, what I but, try to tell it, you. Exactly. But it's a trickle down effect to where that if they don't get a competitor product where they're making the playoffs, no one goes to the game, whether they're diehard or basically casual. And then it returns to sit there and say, oh, by the way, we're not being profitably more the organization. And then still not being a sports town, we're teamless. That's 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 the new age of the the, the, the sports world in 2021. Not 1965, 85, 90. The small market teams have to go. We'll go through it, and, and that's who what, we Mil- are. And that happened to Milwaukee, and they <clears> told them that they couldn't move the team if you wanted to buy it. So it just depends. Yeah. I mean, Milwaukee went through that. They weren't making any money before Giannis got there, so the owners sold the team. But they told him, "Hey, if you want to buy the team, you can buy them all you want, but you're in the contract it says you can't move them." Or will would the Spurs brass do that? I don't know. I'm just telling you that's happened. I mean, Sacramento tried to go to Vegas for forever, and it didn't happen. No, I'm not saying that there would be automatically. I'm not saying Vegas. Vegas. I'm just saying it could be Seattle. It could be anywhere. Well, it just depends on when that. It just depends on when they come. This organization and when they stick it to us and we figure out where the taxpayers on the line, whether you want to fund a new arena or something like that, because that's always the play that comes first. Then we'll find out the casualties, the diehards, the high works. Then, because I know how that I know how that goes in the city as well too. Seven three six nine seven sixty. What else stood out to you last night in the NBA schedule? I know one thing: the Clippers. I was watching both. I I, I didn't. Besides the Spurs, mm-hmm. I didn't, I was all college Cl- men and women. Yeah, Clippers. I'll tell you this: Clippers got an impressive win without uh, Paul George against Milwaukee. 
Uh, he didn't play last night. Giannis. Oh, yeah. I, was, I thought you were talking about Giannis. Well, no, I mean, not Milwaukee. I mean, the Clippers. Right. Okay. He, Paul George didn't play for the Clippers. Um, they were able to get uh, Milwaukee at home. That was impressive. Uh, I think you said the Clippers have won, like, what do you say, six in a row now? Clippers? Yes, the Clippers and Utah are both on a six-game yeah. winning streak. Utah's bounced back. I know you said a week or two ago they came down to earth, but now they look like they're going, ranching it back up again. Um, also, you know, the on the Easter side of things, you know, Miami was able to be victorious yesterday against the Knicks on that on the get that win. Uh, and you know who else is settling in the East? Uh, good ball club, which is going to be interesting. I forgot who they got tonight, but um, – you know, the Atlanta Hawks uh, with Nate McMillan. I mean, they're really starting to get into um, a liking of what Nate does. And yeah. I think, you know, again, like I can only imagine what Nate could do with a team, a talent like Sacramento. That I mean, that's like he's the perfect guy to when you got a team like that and young that needs to learn to play the right way and can hold guys accountable without screaming and shouting. Nate just can't get you over the hump. You know, he's the John Fox of the NFL, of the NBA. <laughs> so he is, man. That's why he didn't last in Indiana. They won games in Indiana. Yeah. They made the playoffs every year. People up there in basketball country said, hey, look, man, we, we've got to win up here. We, we're not going anywhere. We're not getting over the hump. It was fun. We've got to try something else different. Facts. Uh, you know, so, uh, you know, Woodson, we never talk about Indiana, Indiana University, John. Right, Mike you Woodson, see who right? he called up? You see who he reached For out assistant? to? Yeah. No. Larry Brown. The Larry Brown? The Larry Brown. Yeah. Larry Brown's not going to be an assistant. That's beneath him. I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know what the relationship is between him and Mike, but Larry Larry stopped. A, Larry will stop and coach a rec league under 10 game <laughs> on a Sunday walk in the park. I mean, if he's got yeah, good health, right I ain't that. seen Larry Brown in a while. It'd be interesting if he turns it down. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Hey, Washington, D.C., we missed all the cheers, the tears, and the touchdowns. The excitement of a last-second field goal to get the heart pumping. The football season's finally here, so now's the time to head to Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races to place your bets for Week 7. And placing your bets at the sports book at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races is an easy way to earn exciting My Choice rewards all season long at the sports book at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races. All gaming is regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Gamble too much? Call 1-800-522-4700 for free confidential help. Must be 21.